Welcome to the Port Charles Update with your hosts, Mish and Mel. Hello! Hello, we made it through another week. Another Barely. week, another <laughs> week. Um, speaking of trying to make it another week, um, Trina went back to work. She did. I was really surprised that she left the house, quite frankly. Well, I mean, I think it's comforting, right? Because right now she doesn't want to go to school, but she went to the gallery, but then she broke a painting. <laughs> and then I realized that whole scene wasn't even about Trina and the grief and the painting. It was a really weird scene about Dex and about Joss figuring out that Dex was in danger. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, okay, all right. It starts that way. You know, Trina's grieving, Ava, which we only learn later, that whole experience of supporting Trina is bringing up a lot for her. But it was about the chamomile. What What? What other flavors? Was peppermint. Was there? Peppermint. 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 <laughs> it was all about the tea, right? <laughs> it was all about the tea. It really was, though. So we know what Sonny's thinking about Dex, right? He's like, he got paper and there was timings of payments that were very suspicious okay but like it starts off and this is like the whole tone for me the entire week with Sunny when Brick you know kind of breaks things down and he does like this one slam on his desk with his hand Mm -hmm. and I'm just like okay so we're gonna we're gonna have a a toddler sized Sunny tantrum this entire week (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, that's a really good prediction. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. What I, what did surprise me when Brick went to Sunny was that his he like instinctively said when he saw the evidence, why would he do this to Joss? So I actually had hope that I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Sunny is not being super Sunny focused. He's thinking a little bit beyond himself. Mm-hmm. And he's concerned about joss like why would he do that so that to me i was like oh maybe sunny's gonna be back back so we had two different signs i was wrong (laughs) (laughs) i didn't want to be right but i was just mentally preparing myself for potentially what was ahead because you know we've been talking about it forever this whole sunny merge but he's not really back and he's navigating this whole mob thing blindly and like it's like okay it's like if i took a year off of work to travel the world but he saw nixon falls for 9 months and his only friend was nina and then <laughs> it's like, and i went back to work and nobody brought me up to speed as to what was going on so i'm like la di da da we're still using the same systems and everybody's like no you're doing it wrong but but yet nobody's telling me so sunny's just living in this bubble not retrained in the new mob world and just doot 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 dooting around it's bad but i it's just that like this this comment goes in line with what you're saying <laughs> so lexum said this you're tired of him being spike either you're sunny corinthos or you're mike from nixon falls Pick a side and stay there already. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, but really, everybody's just tippy doing around poor little Sonny and his feelings. Like, oh my God, I can't, I can't. I just couldn't believe to what degree people were so worried about Sonny's 
feelings. Right. So, like, so before things like escalate, or they do kind of escalate, <laughs> actually, do. actually, let's go back before we started <laughs> yeah, pedaling. Yeah, let's rewind. Go. Okay, so going back to the gallery, okay, you have decks there and this is like the first where he like things are in motion right so now we yes. know that for sure Sonny is like gonna take actions on his suspicions I thought he would just talk to the guy and right? Dex is being pulled out and put into the car with Sonny and you're just sort of like oh no and then he tells them all these things like they're going to the Pine Barrens and you're watching yeah. Dex and you're like Dex looks scared so he must understand what's happening but I think he was holding on so tight to delusion that he didn't put two and two together until the men held his shoulders his arms (laughs) they each grabbed an arm and jostled it and he was like what you suspect me and I'm like really (laughs) and I'm like maybe Sonny shouldn't want you in his organization because it took a really long time for you to kind of suss out the danger of this situation you know so while this is happening Ava as well has sort of left the gallery or I don't really know where Ava was coming and going to, but she went to see Carly. Let's just agree on that. She went to go <laughs> see Carly. Yes, she did. It is Friday. So um, she walks in and I love how Carly kind of vents to Ava about Nina. Yes. Regardless of the reality of the situation. And Ava's pretty good, I find, on both ends when it comes yes. to the complaining about one another. Like, when Nina does it, sometimes she jumps along and kind of acknowledges that some stuff is really annoying. But other times when she doesn't agree, she also doesn't indulge in allowing her to spend too much time on Carly. And she sort of does the same thing. So it's it's really strange. It's it's strange right? and it's a, funny, it's, a, it's a funny situation. And so, like... Ava does a good job of like sidestepping that whole thing. And then they get into it. And I was so taken aback by this conversation. Again, things are so different. You're not going to have Ava go to Nina with her anxieties and this level of support. But it was an interesting conversation because, you know, like, you know, Carly really does understand, but she was actually seeking comfort. 100%. Yes. She was actually wondering if she was, you know, being like exaggerating when it came to the situation mm-hmm. and so I liked how the little um clues were like scattered right you have like I think at this point did Joss talk to Michael already yes was there a reason for her to suspect something when she spoke to Michael no but she had a gut feeling she's like I always have a pit in my stomach when um, you know, you and something's going on with Sunny. Like basically okay. talking about their relationship, but she had like this gut instinct happening. Yeah. I actually, when I saw them talking, I didn't realize how much I kind of miss Joss and Michael talking. I feel like it's been a while. Anyways, so she leaves and she goes to the gallery. So this is where everything kind of gets started, right? It's the peppermint mm. tea. Oh, where's Dex? He was here, left abruptly. And then Joss sends the text to Carly, Car- being like, I can't do dinner can't find deck so all these little crumbs just so it can kind of come out and someone could rush to dex's rescue so talking with ava getting a little bit information there then seeing joss's text message and things are kind of moving along in the pine barrens 
at the Pine Barrens, yes. right? Quickly like, too. Very quickly. Like they're really there. Like he's being jostled by two, <laughs> two bodyguards, right? He's just being jostled mm-hmm. in the forest, right? Don't shake and- a dex. Nobody <laughs> tell them don't shake a dex. <laughs> <laughs> and then Carly is still, at, you know, I'm assuming in downtown Port Charles, right? I'm assuming you're in the city. <laughs> She's at her desk. She gets the text message. Time passes. Britt comes over. And it was the most frustrating conversation. Yes. You know, he found <sighs> out who it does. He suspect dex. Don't worry, Carly, it'll be handled. No, he's making a mistake. It'll be handled. Mistake, handled, mistake, handled. They're like, oh, open brutal. your mouth and say words. Then it's, tell me where he is. No, trust me. Tell me, trust me. And I was like, oh my gosh, can we just right? get move on? Like of all people, why can't you just tell Brick? Hey, I hired him. Right? I thought she would to speed things along because I'm like, this is taking a long time. No. They're already in the Pine Barrens and there's a gun pointing at him. I know. It's like, if you don't get there faster, they may jostle him some more before <laughs> putting a bullet in him. And and so, so now she has to get there in time. And so it's kind of interesting how close the Pine Barrens is to a metropolitan area. Um, I feel, I thought that, you know, if you're going to kill someone and bury them, you want to make sure there's a large distance, but I don't know. Her car's fast, I guess. And you would think like cops would be hanging around and patrolling the Pine Barrens as well. Seriously. Is that where the business happens? (laughs) Where all the business happens, where all the bodies are. It is so true. Why wouldn't they have like cop rangers? (laughs) That's a really good suggestion. Super easy to find super close to the city convenient for sunny <laughs> i feel like you know when you go to like a forest and there's trails yeah there's probably a sign that's like bodies <laughs> <Exactly>. this way <laughs> and has the year markers and the mall boss of the time yeah <laughs> and so meanwhile okay in between being jostled and spoken to he's all like dex i know and dex is smart he's not giving anything away he's like no what exactly and then he talks <laughs> about the payment and then break the it down to me <laughs> and then the phone and then and then dex is like i'm not gonna tell you anything and and he's like it's not what you think it's like the opposite of trying to betray you it's like he's trying to love you harder okay (laughs) right like i'm like okay is he gonna play charades like how is he gonna like act this out for sunny to understand and i think that's where the confusion came in for dex because i really believe that he loves sunny like we said like he just sees a lot in him and the fact that sunny could take this so far was just really shocking to him it was, it was really shocking. I mean, even after the meat hook, there's Dex being like, what? Me? Little old me? And I'm like, it looks bad, Dex. And you're asking a mob boss, just trust me. I know it looks right? suspicious that there's a mole in the organization and I keep getting payments close to the times things have gone down. And then when he finds the phone, he's like, oh, oopsie poopsies. And then Sonny's like, give me access. And like, you need like a, a thumbprint or a face. And I'm like, Sonny, why don't you just like wave it around at him? Or, but you let him access it. You put it to his face and you allow Dex to go beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. And then he cleared and wiped the memory. I'm like, what is happening? And then I was just shocked. I'm like, so Dex is willing to die 
because he doesn't want Sonny to be super sad about Michael. It's all so confusing. And when he did bring up the second phone, because I have a work phone and a personal phone, I was like, Dex, just tell him it's your personal phone. There's work (laughs) phone and there's personal phone. Once you go home, you're done. (laughs) But it's also how badly Sonny is with technology, right? Like he couldn't figure out the internet in Nixon Falls. And the phone (laughs) is there, right? And And you have Dex being restrained. And you couldn't yes. have just like waved the phone in his face or grabbed his <laughs> fingers, like, give me your finger against your will and I'll open it. <laughs> Instead, he allowed him to like erase everything. But Carly shows up in the nick of time, like right when he's holding the gun, he hears like forest movement and he's like, go check out what that is. And then she's just screaming, Sunny, Sunny. And I'm like, Wow, needle in a haystack, and she found them. Right? It's right. a small pine barrens forest. <laughs> Unless it's like an open set, right? Where there's like no trees <laughs> and, and you just see like a U, right? Just the grass yeah. and the trees, but you know, like an aquarium. I don't know. This is a really bad description of what I'm trying to say. I know. Just go with it. Just go with it. An aquarium, pine barrens, everyone's floating. It's underwater, so, guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And so Carly shows up and says, stop in the name of love. It wasn't Dex. And then Sonny's like, what? And then I just kept thinking and I'm like, Sonny, would Carly really let her daughter date a traitor? I know, right? Come on, man. So those were facts that I felt like should have been computed. But then some other facts came up and I was like, yeah, that's not going to fly. So when Carly decides to take the fall and say, I hired Dex, immediately Sonny's like, wait a second, aren't you poor? And then she was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then she had, I am, shoot. <laughs> I was like, she had nothing. Like her face gave it away. And I'm like, seriously, Carly, you've spent your whole life. I know. Lie, 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 lie. And now, now she's like, I kind of ran out. I'm a different person now. So she had no lies and there was sunny just guessing it's michael i know i couldn't believe it but i was i mean carly didn't say things to the extent i wanted it to be said she was still very gentle in helping him navigate what that life looked like and all he heard was you're mad about nina i i am like really annoyed like i'm really annoyed because everything has happened and everything's come out and nina like you know, it's satisfying the situation with Nina, but what's not satisfying is that no matter how much this story progresses, if that's the word that makes sense, right? I am still irked by the fact that Sonny won't admit his betrayal. Like I was yes. really happy when I heard Joss talking to Dex later. I'm like, okay, so I'm not crazy. People do know this, this concept yeah. that like Sonny can hurt you and betray you and that's fine but you can't betray him and I just couldn't believe listening to Sonny being like everybody betrayed me everyone is lying to me and I was like is this for real and then like Carly kind of even the way she put it being like you had no one and I find it interesting he runs an entire criminal organization but they're like you you know you didn't have like Jason like you all you and like all you had was like Nina and I'm like what does Nina have to do right it's a completely different dynamic Sonny had his organization but he had an equal partner in life mm-hmm. and trustworthy enough that Carly was involved. That's different. But the concept that like him having another wife or another partner later on that, that somehow that had an influence on the organization or that person would have a say, I just found it bizarre. 
And I feel like that was them talking around this reality that she's not Carly and therefore you had zero support. And I think you could have just said that. I know. I I just want people to be a little bit more honest with him. Exactly. And even in the Michael scene, like Michael looks so torn up, but he had real feelings and, and he dealt with the situation. Sunny did so much worse and it was so hard to watch that back and forth. It was really difficult to watch and I found it really disgusting. So I find it really funny that like Sunny was like, first of all, with Carly when he leaves, you know, this idea is like, you guys all thought I was weak, but everybody's being so gentle. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm like, why can't anyone say like you weren't yourself? You came back and it's just the decisions you were making. Like you, you want to talk about betrayal. You had a code. Everybody learned the code. Everyone is abiding by the code. And then you came back and you went against all of your codes. So no, yes. nobody really trusted you because you just weren't who you were. And then with the whole Michael scene, I think things kind of hit. Okay. Because now Sonny is in his penthouse alone mm-hmm. and he's with Ava. So then it kind of hit me. Okay. I understand all of this stuff now because now Sonny you know, Nina's out of the picture. Then he has this sort of issue where like now Dex, a trusted person is out of the picture. And it looks bad because at the end of the day, Dex was paid to hurt Sonny and then he was paid to save Sonny. And I could understand Sonny not trusting his loyalty. That's fair. But Mm -hmm. now it's like another reason to feel betrayed by Michael, feeling betrayed by Carly, which I think like, again, him not factoring in what he put all of these people through. And, and I realized it was all about putting Sunny closer to Ava, but what Sunny doesn't even know is that Ava also kept secrets from you. Ava knew the whole time about what Nina did with the SEC and look at how he's reacting to everybody who knew that secret. So I find it laughable that he's looking around for somebody who's not going to betray him, who's not going to keep secrets from him. And there's literally not one person in his life that is like not keeping a secret from him. Right. And when I just didn't like, I just think it's laughable to hear Sonny talk about loyalty because he like, you cannot talk about loyalty after letting Nina get away with harming your own family and then like marrying her. Like, particularly when Sonny goes, did you ask yourselves how your sisters would feel growing up without a father? And when he said that, I was like, ask Nina that. Because if you don't care that Nina kept you from those girls who grieved you, then you don't get to go to at Michael and say, and get mad at him for not putting you in prison. I know. And that like when Michael was talking and laying things out for him as Mm -hmm. well, he came back with that kind of in between what Michael was saying, which is even more frustrating. So Michael was laying out like the timeline of events all of the times that he wasn't acting like his father, all of the times that he went against his code. And I wish he specifically said that he went against his code of family because Sonny was hanging on so hard to that notion of being a father and family. And Michael played it out for him, but it literally just like flew over Sonny's head. No, I agree with you. It needed to be way more concrete because Sonny is dodging reality left and right. Yes. Because he has admitted, like the, only, the closest I've gotten him to admit anything was after everything came out, the SEC, he might've been talking to maybe Ava around or someone else that came to see him, but he said something about like his family, like how he 
hurt them. Like it was a one time he kind of admitted harming them, but nothing specific. And mm-hmm. it was just like when when you talk about Michael laying out the timeline, like I couldn't believe Sonny's response. He said, right? Did everyone forget I had amnesia when when Michael, because I was like, oh, we're going to get somewhere good. Because he's right? finding out like, mom ran the mob mom did all that stuff while you were gone because he's never given her props for kind of dealing with that and kind of being responsible for all of poor Charles while he was gone and I just thought it was watching Sonny minimize everything you know absolving himself from how he acted and making it all about him by like Michael trying to explain his side his pain what everyone else had to deal with and he's like I won't forget I have amnesia and he's just trying to kind of like again just make it all like it's not a big deal and that's the moment I was like you know what Nina's perfect for you oh my gosh that's exactly that part there was something that Nina did this week when when she was her moment she had a specific moment with Drew and that is exactly what I thought and then later in the week it was with Sunny I'm like wow wow you two really need to get back together because I I know I, I see it working now and it's like when he tells Michael like you stabbed me in the back and I'm like Michael just pointed out to you that you cheated on your wife and yep. you had your memory back, okay? And you yeah. sided with Nina when it came for fighting for custody for his own son. And I just felt that I wish Michael used stronger words. Like, honestly, because the only thing he understands is code. Being like, you broke your own code. You you sided with Nina against your own grandkid. Against me. And I think that should have been... But again, Sonny will run from that because he already told Michael, like, I'm, I'm so angry at you, but you're going to be fine if I get back with her. Like, it's just, it's I know. just gross. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it was a lot. I'm kind of done with Michael groveling. I'm like, honestly, just move on. Like, because exactly. like, I can't forgive or whatever. And I'm just like, you keep trying to have a relationship with your father and Sonny has disowned Michael more times than I can count. Every time he gets mad and every time he doesn't get what he wants, he has like disowned his own son. So stop talking about that. You're like all about family. I know, like, I just want Michael to focus his energy on his little family, his relationship with Drew, yeah, uh, and and just, like, let Sonny stew forever. Like, he's rarely been the bigger person with Michael. Like, it happens on occasion, but he quickly loses it. But there is something interesting that came out of those scenes. So Michael highlighted, if you keep this up, it's more than this. You're yes, pushing everyone uh, away. So that's interesting. Yes. And I think, honestly, I feel like it's a direct tie to Jason's returning storyline setup. I do too. Like there's been, you know, just mentions of him making room and space for him to come back. I don't know where exactly he's going to fit, but I can see where more so now than ever, how he can fit. But I'm like, imagine this little trio of like Ava, Jason and Sunny. Like how wild. But I don't know that Jason's return wouldn't mean anything in terms of him being on Sunny's side. Oh, you know how I feel. My initial theory was I want him to come back and deal with life as in real life. Like what that would be like to be a dad, like different perspective. Like I want to see an entirely different side to Jason. I'm just wondering what the reality is going to be. I know, I know. And like the reason why is because they're kind of creating this picture that he just really has Ava, I think. And the fact that Michael said the, those things to Sonny and also what Sonny's been saying, somebody inside, somebody knows me really yeah. well. So I do think it's more about Jason going against him, but we don't know. Who knows? Like mm-hmm. he's going after all these mob heads. So is he doing this to kind of like, like say, I want a new life. I want a better life. And he's now formally against the mob. Ooh. So, I mean, that could be something. It's just that when when I saw how the Carly exchange went 
And then I saw how the Michael exchange went. I was holding on hope that mm-hmm. the one person who wouldn't give a crap about Sonny's feelings would have been Joss. And I thought in my head, I was hoping and kind of just thinking, you know what, all these things I want pointed out, I'm hoping that maybe Joss can do them and she would do them <laughs> in a harsh way. And I guess yes. I was holding out hope that we would have that. So Joss finally finds Dex and they have like a talk about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved when um, Dex told her, yeah, they roughed me up a bit. And I'm like, jostled. They jostled <laughs> around a little bit. But I was surprised when like, because again, I feel like there was a maturity with Joss and this return and how like yes. things have been going. And so when things were looking dicey, I was like, oh, wow, because that is the right answer. I just didn't expect her to say it when she mm-hmm. goes run, like when she just said those words, because they had those that conversation ages ago and it felt ridiculous. Like you're not going to give up your whole life. Not that I think she should give up her whole life now, but there was mm-hmm. a totally different tone to this exact conversation about running away together that happened ages ago. Yeah, I remember. And he kind of like laid out what life would look like for them and regret and choices. And yes, this was more about, you know, if you love somebody strongly, you do have to let them go in order for them to survive. But it was just like a maturity and a growth. And I think yeah. their relationship has come a long way that like, we, I, I, I guess maybe like I could feel it more versus the first time the scene happened. I figured, mm-hmm. oh, you guys are just so like young and dumb and you're going right? to give everything away <laughs> for God you barely know. But then it was interesting what time did where it feels harder watching this than it did it back re- then. Oh, that scene, it, I think it was today when she finds out kind of how all everything comes to be and the level of you know just pure sadness and rage and grief when she finds out and Sunny delivers that message which it was so creepy when that door opened and he was just sitting there like I kind of (laughs) jumped yeah um it was absolutely amazing like early star to the the emotions that she can just let out during these scenes is mind-blowing no, it was really intense. It was really good. It was brief and it was intense. Yes. And I wonder if this is just the beginning of her ripping him. I don't know. Because in all honesty, I thought that the way that Sunny would solve the Dex problem was going to be reluctantly having him stay on board just to save face, but also yes. giving him a hard time, right? Like having guards and all this stuff and just him having like a hellish time trying to rebuild trust. That's what I thought was going to happen. Same. That, you know, based on his convo with Ava, I just felt like what other option was there? It's either you kill him or whatever. But then what he's doing is sort of kind. He's kind of saying, I'm going to protect you. Go live your life. There is a kindness to what he did, but it's really messed up. And it's just, I don't know what to think. This is so interesting to me, his relationship with Joss. You know, Mm -hmm. Joss had a really hard time following everyone's lead when forgiveness was everyone's vibe and letting it go. Um, And she's been really hurt by Sunny. And now this is happening. And I'm kind of thinking like, man what does this oh I wonder if that's what it is I'm like I wonder if this, what this means because I'm flashing back to her putting the flower down on Spencer's grave and Christina walking in like I wonder if it has to do with that sort of trio just something else to create conflict between Joss and and like Christina and kind of keeping that sort of um Jack's sunny vibe by like Joss being a Jack's 
You know, she has mm-hmm. the love for Sunny, but the older she gets, the more of the experiences, I don't blame her, like from her eyes and her experience of Sunny, it's not been stellar over the past few years. Like he's no, right? he's nowhere near the man that she respected, I guess, that made all of this stuff worth it. It's not the person she's known. Like Michael moved past it, but I mean, Joss, I don't know, through her eyes, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. Oh, it's it's freaking terrible. And yes, I'm curious to see how this is all going to play out. Um, if she's going to give him more grief, like I want to really like get into it with the two of them. And even like um, Carly, like when he walked away and she was like, Sonny, like she was like, it's the first time in a long time that you see her stress about him. Yes. And she has her own life and her own problems to deal with. But I guess I kind of wonder if that even matters will they come back around like I don't even know if this is a place Carly will feel the need to put effort in because the way that there is this trust and letting go part of me is like I don't know I kind of see Carly just being like oh he has Ava like and kind of leaving it like I'm just wondering if there's any gonna if there's gonna be an attempt to repair anything between Sunny and Carly I like exactly what you said because that's what I pictured I love the way Ava navigated this week with Sunny and Carly and they both trust her. She is definitely part of that family. She brings value and knows how to navigate all of those situations. Like Mm -hmm. I loved when she was kind of hiding when the whole conversation with Michael was happening. Oh yeah. And I was like, Oh, I just so happened to listen. I just picture her on the other side of the wall, just kind of like, Making sure, because at the end of the day, she lives there. She does care for this whole family ensemble. Her daughter is all a part of this. But one of my favorite Ava moments when she's trying to help Sunny is when I think they had, after he left, Ava's like, I'm sorry I heard blah, blah, blah. I'll get out of your hair. But she takes the slowest step humanly I know. possible away so he can say, no, stay. And I was like... Yeah, no, Carly, like, Carly knows she can trust Ava. Like, Ava is in the middle of this if she wants to be or not. And right now, yeah. it's like she very much wants to be. And she's part of the family, so you can trust that she's going to take care of everybody. And what do you think about her conversation with Joss and their relationship as a whole? This is something we've been wanting. What do you think about it? It's complicated and lovely. And Ava truly is such a different, like, a different kind of mama bear. That mm-hmm. She loves Joss and she cares for her. But she's she also knows how the mob works. So it was so interesting to see that like difference in the softness in wanting to yeah. be there for her, the gratitude, um, and then just breaking down the mob like hardcore. Like this is what it is. Sorry, we can't change it. That's life. And you're like, whoa, that is harsh. What a dynamic of a personality to have lived through the mob, losing your kid, here you are all over again, but she's doing the best she can for Joss in that moment. And it was lovely and weird. There's there's a lot to it because Trina is like a daughter to Ava. Yes. And I know that like, but I feel like there's a difference with Ava and Joss in the sense that they're more kind of like equals-ish. I think she recognizes her as a kid, recognizes her as someone like I want to protect. Yes. But... I feel like her harshness speaks to what she feels Joss can take in here. 100%. And it's interesting because, you know, it's like with Portia and Trina, there's a reason that you know the role Ava plays, right? Because there's a lot that like Portia just doesn't get or doesn't support and whatever. With Carly, 
and Joss, they've always had that good relationship and they've talked about the mob. But even when they talked about the mob and a really serious topic, you you do get this vibe of like, oh, mom, I know. Like there is that. Yes, absolutely. So even though she trusts Carly, it's like you do need this outside figure. But thankfully it is Ava, right? It's not a rando. Yes. It's someone who can kind of convey that harshness where like Carly, it's it, the message comes in a more of an emotional way. She has like a direct example of Jason and what she went through and she does step back. But I feel the harshness here is much needed to get this point across of what this life is. Like with Carly's life with the mob, she's been strong, yes, but it's always been wishy-washy. It's hard. It's been an emotional roller coaster as we've seen, but it's just really different with Ava. It's just, it's less messy. You know what I mean? Like it's more mm-hmm. sleek lines. Carly waves everywhere a little bit. It's very true. Like the way you're explaining it too. And then you have like the, the reality, what Carly's experience was and, and romanticizing what it is, like what Nina does. And Joss kind of is still trying to figure out what she can handle. So when you're saying, like you say that Carly, you know, has romanticized it, she has in the, in the past for sure. Yes. And like, so her version, like I said, her version is very different and Ava's is far more harsh and I agree, like Ava was the right person to deliver that message to Joss, no matter how hard it was. But it's funny because they, that was always the dichotomy with Carly, right? The world was brutal and harsh, but her love with Sonny and Jason was also strong. And so yes. that was sort of the problem with all of them. <laughs> right? Love. Oh, yeah. You know, Ava didn't really have that love problem of being, <laughs> of, of having that level of kind of family in her That's mob so life experience like yes she cared about julian but she was also you know knew how this life worked and was prepared to kill him before sunny did yeah it's wild so it is it is oh wow yeah that is very very different um on a lighter note um <laughs> on the other side of carly's life the more magazine side um so many antics what did you think when carly and drew walked into crimson it made me kind of giggle because we would, you know, talk about the whole rivalry and that it's kind of fun at this level in time. Like, there's nothing too harsh happening. And in my head, as I'm watching Nina, it's like, ha, I'd be evil. There's construction happening. It's like, but, okay, this is you eviling. This is fantastic. <laughs> but even like my logistics corner heart, when they were talking with the like construction worker, yes. Nina's in the background in her red dress waiting. so if you look down the hallway she just stands there and waits and then comes in the back and forth was hilarious right um but I was just surprised like the attack in Carly's office like attacking that directly I was like can someone just please tell Willow because she didn't want to open up a a competing magazine because she wanted to salvage what she had with Willow how would this work if Willow figured this out that's even worse it's like wow she's this petty this petty I know it It went so quick like for me I don't know if you feel the same but you know timeline in Port Charles is weird right so I'm like it feels like when she was talking to Drew like I'm so tired of being the pariah I'm like you were pariah for like two days two what? days and you were like you know what I'm done I'm not doing this I'm done I'm gonna seek revenge 
She was done day two after returning from Nixon Falls. It's exactly what Ava told her. You do these things to hurt people and you're so like shocked when they're not happy with you. And so for me, I was just like, this is so stupid because they could just go to Olivia. But I like that they answered all of my logistics heart corner questions by kind of painting a picture that everything is already in motion. There is no point. But, you know, Carly's had enough. She leaves. But it's it's the her and Drew, and I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it because everyone tiptoes, but like he doesn't care. But it's just Nina does this thing, right? She gets so indignant, just being like, "Why me? Why me?" And right? then when she said something about like the injustice and the indignity, <laughs> and, and when Drew's like, "Have you been to prison?" And I, I love it because her face always goes from like really angry, and like then then she hears like other arguments she hears other perspectives and then she makes that like oh face like other things oh yeah I did do those things and then she makes that face which I find so hilarious but she can't understand and fathom the concept that she pokes and he keeps poking back she's like but I'm supposed to poke and then you're never supposed to retaliate right prison's being brought up a lot Mm-hmm. And Drew keeps talking about taking everything away from Nina. I don't think Nina has ever had a stint in prison. Do we think there's a possibility of that happening? Because it would be funny. I don't know what he would get her on, but I was I know, right? afraid that things would like go dark because like, yes, there was the prison reference, but I'm like, is Nina going to turn up dead? Is something bad going to happen? Because he is going very, very dark. So I was a little bit worried. Um, But again, it's kind of, it's still really entertaining for me and he doesn't stop. Right. And Mm -hmm. Diane is witness to all this. And I love it because you don't need to say much to Diane. She gets the full picture with only a little bit of information. And it was kind of scary, right? A little bit disturbing you know like she understands what Carly wants she wants her out of like their life she can't really control what Drew does but Diane pointing out that like Nina has resources and that she is gonna like go after you because she has all the time and money in the world and she's not right alone Hmm. and then the that like them going head to head was even funnier because Drew didn't have enough and he kind of like drew the line and obviously like as he told her got to all of her contacts Yes. The funniest for me is Nina going, wow, I had no idea how vindictive you and Carly could be. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, it's so classic. She's like, for ages I've been doing things and you guys haven't really been doing much in return. I've gotten away with it and I expect it to continue. And I love how blatant she is about all of that. Mm-hmm. But she got really rattled because Valentine had to point out to her, like, you don't have to sell it to him. Right, you know, like you can't just demand someone sell it. So it was really interesting watching that whole thing. And then she did this. She's like, "You and Carly," and I'm like, "Stop talking about it," because it's really Drew right now. Like Carly doesn't care. And and she's like, says something like, "Um, you guys just keep underestimating me." And I'm like, (laughs) "What is that even supposed to mean? Like, do you want people to know you're big and scary, or do you want like their validation? Like, look, like I'm." I'm someone too. Like, I don't even know what she means when she does these things. I don't know either, but it's kind of concerning that Valentine is throwing himself in the mix and is encouraging her to seek revenge. Like, 
it's almost like he's poking fun of the situation, but he knows the reality. Like, I'm not sure what to make of this version of Valentine right now. I know. He's a little bit wild. Uh, a yeah. bit. I mean, I like with the whole Drew thing, you know, like, yes, they're allies in terms of being fathers and they would save each other from being held captive. But right, right, right. This, it's a whole other story. <laughs> um, it's weird because he has somewhat of a relationship with Carly where they've been on missions together and he's even tried to get her to be kinder, even showing her the respect. Like, I don't expect much from Nina, but can you meet her halfway? But <laughs> yeah. I, I have to think it's Valentine. So if he made a call for Nina, it's probably business related. And so yeah. it's probably like a business revenge strike that will ultimately also benefit him. That's what I'm suspecting. But there was that air to Valentine, even when he went up to Anna, because I yes. was surprised by this interaction. He was being bold because he kind of gave her a lot of leeway, right? He knew he lied. So he kind of let her, you know, get her throws in, get her punches in. But then when it came to Violet, I mean, what is his daughter's name, Charlotte? Charlotte. <laughs> and pushing the limit, he had had enough and put his foot yes. down there. But Anna normally does act self-righteous with Valentine on the topic of the whole situation, right? Because mm. even though that thing happened with Charlotte, she blames him for everything leading up to it. Yes, he did lie to her, but that's been their kind of... Um, their arguments back and forth. So I was really surprised that when he came to her, he was being bold and yes. she was pulled back. I was like, okay. It was very opposite day. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the way Anna kind of had a feel for Drew when he, they spoke, she's like, oh, like, what are you up to? What's the cost of whatever it is that it. he was doing? So at least it, like, I like that she made a call back to a time a wise time they shared a moment <laughs> that was wise and she went back to it and was like maybe you should consider this time this talk that we had she goes it was one of my best moments so if you're <laughs> gonna pull reference do it from this moment and the funny thing is and I know we've said this about Anna and Sunny like she's got some chemistry there I feel like there could be a drunken chemistry between like Drew and Anna because she's being so wise right now. Like, like oh, for happening. sure. Yeah. yeah, we don't know where Anna Banana can land. Right? <laughs> and I don't know what Sunny's up to. And I don't know what Ava would be willing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so lots of talky talk. So Willow and Michael finally had more talking, more talking, more honesty. So just does Willow know about Dex? <laughs> Okay, the whole time, that's what I was thinking. But remember that she was the reason that he didn't report the crimes because yeah. he said, yeah. But then does she know that they're still working together for safety? I don't oh. think so. And I don't even think she knew it was Dex. They really do keep the family business like family. Like oh, they right, right, tell right. Willow. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they were talking things out, Willow kind of comes to this conclusion like, it looks like everything that we were doing, like it was all love. And I was like, I don't know. I was just like, can you get a real problem? Like you hear it too, right, Willow? Like you hear right. it. <laughs> but I did appreciate her admitting like that maybe she like reacted strongly and yes. maybe she didn't give him the grace that he gave her, but I loved getting that insight, just like how we got that insight with Drew, um, mm-hmm. just like how we got insight from Sam this week. I liked getting that added information for her to explain why it hurts so much. But yeah. there was something, though, that I felt that um, 
I wish Michael said more clearly to her because mm-hmm. he was trying to explain like the lie saying he said something about like, I felt that you could handle a lie. He said something like that about his decision to keep it a secret that hit, that Willow could handle the lie. So I, I think what he meant to say is because he just talked about how his mom's love was con- unconditional. Yes. And he was talking about the relationship between his dad and his mom. But I think what he wanted to say was to Willow was your love is unconditional like my mommy. Um, And our relationship could survive a lie. But my relationship with Sonny couldn't survive the truth. That's what I understood. But it was very it was not articulated. (laughs) Yeah. I wish that was like said out loud because I'm like, yeah, because I think that's what it is. And I think it's meaningful for Willow to understand that, that you are that she is the strongest relationship you have and that you knew that you guys could survive and that the decision wasn't necessarily about protecting Willow, but it was the fragility of your relationship with Sunny that was hard for you to deal with. Yes, exactly. So... Other things? What other things? I mentioned Sam. So this is how I felt. I was like, whoa, Dante gives her that jacket when we know Jason's returning soon. I know. Scary stuff. What is happening? No, we know that Sam and Dante, yes, and they're there forever. Like, that's not... That's like, it's not going to be broken, okay? And I know there's a lot of talk of Jason. I think that jacket was more like nugget for us, not for them as a couple in any type of like foreshadowing. But you know what? Okay, given how the scene played out, it is about the aftermath of who Jason and Sam are now that their DNA is with Danny. I think there is that reality too. So I think the the leather jacket, all of that, I was actually surprised. Like I didn't see it coming. No, I didn't see me it neither. Coming. And it was, I, I, I love it. I really, really love it. And it was like when he came home drunk, I'm like, what is going on? Right? And, and then Dante was kind of like, you know, you did stuff like this. He's doing stuff like this. But when I heard Sam lay it all out, like, you know who his mm. father is. Look who I was. I was like, yeah, that is scary, but I think it's really cool um, watching how they're using that story and that history within that family. Oh my gosh, it's so incredible. And and I love the whole, I mean, it is a soap opera. So these things that they're going through are extreme, but in terms of her questioning her parenting and how she's handling things and those white lies because we're not going to tell our kids every time we stayed out until whatever time in the morning or whatever yeah. we did... Those are things that we think about. <laughs> yeah. No, I really, I really enjoyed that moment. And I kind of like where this could be going. Cause I'm like, if Danny is acting out now, how is he gonna right? act out when his dad goes back from the dead? It's not gonna Hot be good. Damn, right? It's not gonna be good. But oh. Dante's always there to like support her air quotes upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. He's so amazing. Do you know what was so funny this week? So another logistics moment. So for me, my favorite logistics corner moment was like Nina hiding in the hallway. But the other was that when Tracy was talking to Gregory in the yes. background, I saw yes. him take the role. And yes. I'm like, why did you roll from those people? And then she smashed on the head with it. So many things that I loved about that moment, you know, like like Tracy's struggling, first of all, with trying to be a good person. She's yes. even taking the time to explain to Lucy that she did her best to kind of undo the damage. And the look on her face when she realized that 
like what Lucy did. And it makes me really angry at Lucy. Like I'm so mad at Lucy. Oh, so like, she's mad. acting like she has a point, kind of like Nina um, in that moment. And then pulls back when she realizes like, you're wrong though. Like it still doesn't matter what Tracy did. You still created the cracks in the relationship that Lucy was able to take advantage of. And I feel like Martin has like dumped you pretty clearly. And then she runs to the airport and then goes, oh, it's too late. I'm like, it was too late ages ago. It was too right? late the moment you slept with Scott. Done. Finito. No, like, I can't with Lucy. I don't know what they're doing with her character. All of the other scenes, even with the girls in the Savoy, I couldn't handle. But what I loved is Tracy's laugh. She has, like, the best laugh when something is entertaining for her. And I love how she kind of looks at Gregory to to kind of navigate this whole new situation. What did he say to her? He's like, you know, maybe try handling um, being gracious and victory. And Tracy looks at him and she's like, really? I, I like gloating. <laughs> I was like, you're I so love, amazing. I loved it. She had like a bunch of my favorite lines. She says, you've been having your tawdry affair with Scott on the installment plan a few years off and a yes! few years on. <laughs> she even said something about like, blame it on the 90s when she talked about her yes! connection with Scott. What I loved, because I'm so sad, I really like Gregory now, and when they were talking, I kind of appreciated Tracy's perspective, right, because he talked to Lois about, like, that whole generational thing of living with, like, your grandparents and all that stuff, but then Tracy, it's like, she lives with her family, and so it was cool having her talk about it, and in that moment, I'm like, can they all live there? Because, like, what if we're playing one back? I mean, the fact that Chase did that whole fire thing at the quarter means, and I'm like, what if something like that happens? Because they made reference about like Finn's place being small, and if Brooklyn gets married mm, to Chase, yeah. what if they just all end up in the quarter main house? Like she would love it. Tracy would love having like Finn and Violet there, and like Tracy had a huge role in parenting Lulu during her teenage years. I would love to have like Tracy influence on Violet. I think that would be so amazing for Violet. Violet's future to be like this girl she has Elizabeth you know her mom disappears who knows if she's coming back but then all of this Tracy influence right they have a bond I I kind of hope for that I hope for that too because kind of like that relationship with Tracy and Brooklyn but getting Violet from really young like I think it was so entertaining to watch and like like you're talking about Gregory like I keep trying to mentally prepare myself for the fact that he might be written off the show, but I just can't. I'm like, come on. Everybody no. keeps hinting at, at there being like, maybe he was misdiagnosed. Like, come on. There has to be something. I'm hoping that there's something so sh- so Tracy can have a happily ever after. Yes. I would love a little violent mini me. And plus Tracy's always been good with kids. So I think I, I would kind of love to see those families like blended and all together. I think it would be really fun. You know me, I want everyone living in the corner. Right? Yeah. Everyone has to pass through. It's like a rite of passage. Agreed. So other things, others, oh, other family, Laura's family, Elizabeth, Ava, not to mention the fact that like her and Kevin are now going to adopt Ace. That's a really big deal. I mean, we knew they were both going to take care of Ace till whatever Nicholas gets out of jail, but officially adopting them is huge. And Laura's just so uh, incredible with like this generation of kids, much less raising yes. ace. It's, it's a big deal, but 
I'm not going to lie. I keep getting weird feelings in my stomach about Kevin because for a while now he's been playing like really, really good guy. He's always been a good guy. But every now and then he says certain things that you're like, hmm, what's happening? What's going on here? And I'm concerned. So like about the adoption, like it made sense when they brought up the risk of Heather and Cyrus. Yeah. My notes on Kevin are like hot in that shirt. (laughs) (laughs) and then i was like wow i love how he loves laura i like that he's always down for an adventure with her but there was a point where i did sort of get concerned because i think it's when she's talking with elizabeth and elizabeth tells her stuff that she doesn't know right now um about heather and kevin and there was an emphasis on that um so i kind of wonder if maybe like Kevin might have just like an episode, if you will, where he'll go into like a psychologically dark place. He's always kind of, I don't know, he had this thing where he thought he could save his brother, where he thought he wanted to understand the psychopath. He thinks that he could fix it and he's being blamed for stuff. So I kind of do wonder. And now it's like he's going to be parenting his brother's grandkid. So I don't know, but there could be something there. But what was like huge for me, so Ava coming over. So huge yeah. family moments. And the, there was a lot of family themes in the in that episode. But, um, you know, Liz and Laura solidifying like, hey, we're family. Then Ava came in and Laura reaffirmed to her that we're family and said, look, you know, like, I love that. You know, you wanted to press yeah. charge against Esme. Like, I like that Laura understood that. It wasn't what she wanted for Esme, but you know, you can't blame Ava for like her perspective on it. So that was really interesting. But she mentioned the nurse's ball. She did. And I got so excited. So, I mean, we're getting nuggets. Maybe it's happening soon. But anything can happen at the nurse's ball. I (gasps) No, I'm like, oh my God, is that when Jason returns? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so excited for what like drama could happen. There's a lot set in motion. Okay. Are you suspicious of Blaze? Oh, yeah, always. I told you from the minute she got on the show, she's total red flag when it comes to love. And I thought she was going to be a stalker. I I don't know what to think. Like, first of all, just scenes with Molly and Christina. I'm like, Christina has so much patience because I can't even tell if they're fighting or not because Molly is like all over her. (laughs) And Christina, maybe she's used to people always accusing her of things or seeing her in, in a way that she's pretty like, calm about it they ended up having like a conversation that made sense but I'm glad that Molly recognized like Christina has to tell somebody like what did you think you would leave her pregnant and then everybody around her like what so I mean I'm glad that they had that talk and Blaze took it really well when Christina told her that Molly and TJ know and so now Blaze wants to come out to her mom and I'm just curious like are we gonna see the mom is the mom gonna come on screen like I'm just curious like who is your family Who's your family? I'm very curious as to who the family is, but it also made me nervous when it wasn't just about Blaze coming out to her mom. It was coming out as a relationship with, which I think is entirely different because if that person is not settled in what that means and accepting Blaze and her life, where is that potential anger, frustration, whatever going to go? It's like, if you're going to say something with your mom and have a moment with your mom, have that. Like, Christina looked a little nervous as to yeah. how much she was involved in this process. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a lot. Like, she's 
pregnant she's not feeling yes. well and there's definitely definitely been a pressure about having a relationship like yes. forget um, coming out how do we know like like there's the whole that that secret part but what about her life just generally right? like dating a rock star a celebrity there's also that reality too and i'm like there's just so many things i don't know what to think of blaze but i'm looking forward to understanding what exactly is wrong with her because something's wrong with her <laughs> Something's real wrong. <laughs> Something's wrong. Oh, there was so much Valentine's Day magic. I love how they actually like explicitly said that. My favorite line comes with Brooklyn <laughs> because Chase is trying to do something special until she's like, why? Why are we doing this? So and cute. Her, my it. favorite line is when she said, uh, he said something like, we'll tell our grandkids about this. She's like, yeah, the night granny got frostbite. <laughs> the way she kept making fun of him just had me dying they're so cute together like their chemistry their banter i i absolutely adore them they're amazing i can't i can't wait for that and last but not least they're pushing this forward they're pushing a spinelli and a maxi and i'm so happy and i'm gonna have to say that one of my favorite gold star moments was between cody and sasha it's the first time i saw sasha do a comedic type like movement like scene like with Cody when she slipped and said something about like Maxi and Spinelli like implying that the you know their interest is mutual and yes. he's like what'd you say she's like what and the way she turned around I <laughs> love that I love it when they're a little bit silly and funny and not how we normally see them but they are so adorable too so I love those scenes so cute um okay did we talk about all the things did we cover all the stuff I think we talked about all the things and covered all the stuff we did okay so i have one cute little moment that i loved with uh sam and alexis when okay. alexis goes over to check on her and she's like you know what you sounded vague and frazzled so i thought why not metal <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing right like bang on you know your character um and oh my gosh like what stars do you want to give like there's so many stars to give this week so many stars 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 which are good which are bad um okay i'm gonna give stars <laughs> to joss ava ace laura kevin being hot in his shirt dante sam <laughs> um dex dex this yes. cannot be the last joss. of him someone scoop mm -hmm. him up right um who else can he just get stars? some pretend plastic surgery and come back no no not not, the, pretend, not the face <laughs> bring them back <laughs> as is please um gold star for nina and drew i kind of like them going head to head gold star for just valentine for being valentine yes. um, family moments with laura liz ava gregory uh tracy brooklyn and chase maxi sasha cody spinelli Basically, the entire cast. The entire cast. Except there's only one Olivia now, so we won't uh, give a start of that. <laughs> do you think that means anything more than just sort of like expanding on like this mob storyline that it's a Jerome? Or is that just pushing Sunny and, and Ava together as like targets? I think it's pushing Ava and Sunny together as okay. targets, as potential lovers, as best friends. It's just keeping them close. Wow, Jason really knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Julian, though. I really wish it was Julian. I wish like they had like a resurgence and it was like, what? Julian's returning and he's competent? What? It would be amazing. <laughs> I miss Julian so much as a mobster. So much. 
He was such a and kid. him and Christina's relationship. I really, really miss that. That's true. Oh my God. On that lovely, loving note. That's a wrap, folks. Have a fantastic weekend. Bye. Bye.